It's Saturday, November 12th, and this is Brian with the Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. President Biden touted U.S. plans to cut methane emissions and boost climate funding to developing countries in an address that sought to reclaim the mantle of global leadership on efforts to limit climate change. Speaking before a United Nations climate conference in Egypt, Mr. Biden said Democrats' climate, health, and tax legislation which allocates hundreds of billions of dollars to climate and energy programs, helped put the U.S. on track to meeting Mr. Biden's goal of cutting domestic emissions 50% below 2005 levels by 2013. The United States government is putting our money where our mouth is to strengthen accountability in climate risk and resilience, the president said. The U.S. and China, the world's biggest emitters, are both moving to cut emissions of methane, a greenhouse gas that is 80 times as potent at trapping heat from solar radiation as carbon dioxide over its first 20 years in the atmosphere. Beijing this week announced a plan to cut methane emissions, but has not yet included the new measures in its climate plan submitted to the United Nations. On Friday, the Environmental Protection Agency said it was planning to require oil and gas companies to monitor existing production facilities for methane leaks and repair them, according to administration officials. In other news, beleaguered cryptocurrency platform FTX filed for bankruptcy protection Friday and Chief Executive Sam Bankman-Fried resigned. The collapse of FTX has tripped up casual day traders and professional investors alike. Some of the 10% of the assets of a multi-coin capital hedge fund are stuck at FTX, according to an investor letter viewed by the Wall Street Journal. It was able to pull out around 24% of fund assets held there before withdrawals were halted, the letter said. Earlier this month, it told investors the fund was $1.2 billion in size. The trading desks and lenders that serve institutional investors are in limbo as well. Cryptocurrency lender BlockFi Incorporated has paused withdrawals and limited activity on its platform, saying FTX's woes were preventing it from operating as usual. Another crypto lender, Genesis, said some $175 million from its derivatives business was frozen in an FTX trading account. Crypto market maker B2C2, which matches trades between other entities, has $5 million stuck on FTX, according to people familiar with the matter. Around the world, pressure is building on Israel to send weapons to Ukraine as Moscow steps up strikes against the country's civilian infrastructure, and Benjamin Netanyahu has vowed to review Israel's approach to the conflict if he returns as prime minister as expected. Russia in recent weeks has been using drones supplied by Iran, Israel's traditional enemy, as part of a punishing air campaign, which Kyiv says has affected more than 40% of Ukraine's power grid. Ukrainian defense officials say Israeli expertise could be crucial in surviving Russia's assault and are hopeful the U.S. ally is ready to now cooperate. Yevgen Kornichuk, Ukraine's ambassador to Israel, said he feels a strategic shift may be on the horizon with Mr. Netanyahu returning to power as prime minister. On the campaign trail, Mr. Netanyahu said that he would consider providing more military support to Ukraine if he regained the post. Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky said on Twitter recently that he hoped Mr. Netanyahu's return to power would open a new page in cooperation between their two countries. And, the head of U.S. Customs and Border Protection is being forced out of his job leading the nation's largest law enforcement agency as agents encounter record numbers of migrants entering the U.S. from Mexico. 
Chris Magnus was told to resign or be fired less than a year after he was confirmed as the Biden administration's choice to lead the agency, according to two people who were briefed on the matter and spoke on condition of anonymity. As of now, he is refusing to step down. Magnus's removal is part of a larger shakeup expected at Homeland Security as it struggles to manage migrants coming from a wider range of countries, including Venezuela, Cuba, and Nicaragua. This comes as Republicans are likely to take control of the House in January and are expected to launch investigations into the border. Migrants were stopped 2.38 million times at the Mexican border in the fiscal year that ended September 30th, up 37% from the year before. Now you know, and you're ready to go with the morning news. Share this with a friend and subscribe to us wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. You can also sign up for our newsletter at themorningnews.com. Thank you for listening.